0: and welcome back how we get back on?
1: lads below me right now is a beast of a man this lad is huge look at him how you doing man it's nick
2: can't complain uh thank you guys again for having me
1: on i am um i'm doing pretty good all things considered i'm doing awesome yeah uh we haven't talked since july so um for anyone who's come to this channel since july could you introduce yourself
2: Sure. Uh, So, Nick Weary, I am the eighth ranked competitive eater in the world with major league eating. Um, Hopefully those rankings get down again soon. Maybe I can jump up a couple notches based on some performances. But, uh, yeah, ex-bodybuilder, cargo shorts dad, and uh, competitive eater.
1: Cargo shorts dad. I love it. I love that. Uh... When I become a dad,
0: I'm going to start calling myself that shit. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> that's what um that's what Mickey calls me she's uh my girlfriend is Miki sudo, the seven time reigning champion of the uh women's hot dog eating contest it's uh yeah, so I have seven giant pink belts in my house, none of which are mine, but sometimes I parade around the house and like to pretend they are
1: I appreciate it uh honesty's the best policy is what they say <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah uh you know. Time to catch up. We haven't talked in a while. Um, yeah. Last time we were talking, you both preparing for uh, was it the Nathan's Hot Dog Contest? Yeah. Indian contest. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I think a couple of days later, I seen you guys in like news all over the shop. So, <laughs> what was that comp? What was that competition like, and the process of preparation for it?
2: So the process, uh, I mean, the, the competition's always awesome. And honestly, this year was way different, obviously, because normally we're talking about thousands and thousands of people on the corner surfing Stillwell in Coney Island. Uh, this year was in what was a secret location until the day of. They disclosed it. Um, and obviously it was a very limited field. Normally there's about 40 competitors total between the men and the women. This year there was 10 Um based on proximity, states that were closed off, ranking, so on and so forth. So um, initially, I actually wasn't on the invite list uh, to go, and I was a late substitute. So while most competitors had about three weeks, uh, two and a half, three weeks to get ready for Nathan's, um, you know, which is a crazy rush prep, I had about three days to get ready for the Nathan's <laughs> dog eating Contest. So um, luckily, I was able to put up a a personal best and sneak into third place with 39 and a half. Nikki was able to take home title number 7 in a row with a personal best and the women's world record of 48 and a half in 10 minutes. So she kicked everyone's ass except for Chestnut who managed like 75. But um but yeah, no, it was it was really cool just to be able to do it, to go to New York and compete um and to be able to kind of remember like there wasn't thousands of people standing in front of us, but there were still, you know, millions of people at home kind of watching on TV, and you kind of use that to to motivate you when um, when you're ten pounds of uh, cased beef tube is deep. So, mm.
1: yeah, um, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, as always, I cannot glaze over the fact you just said <sighs> I, she ate forty eight hot dogs.
2: Yeah, she. Um, um, pretty pretty-
1: uh, Thomas, can you pull up a picture of Mickey? Um. Hey, wait a second. Man, just look at up oh, She's here. She's here. Even better. She's tiny. Get her to pop in here for a second.
3: And
2: see if we can get a brief appearance by the queen over here.
3: Uh,
1: hello. Hi, Mickey. Oh my God, how you doing? How are <laughs> time you? See. Yeah,
3: Congratulations
1: you. on the uh, Nathan's.
3: Uh, yeah, it was a it was a good year to have a good year. The women's contest was televised for the first time ever. So it was great that I didn't, you know, it, there are some competitors who definitely slacked, you know, some people couldn't get ready in time without knowing that we were going to have a contest for sure. So it was really good that, you know, Nick and I were really, I don't know, well practiced and ready to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah.
2: It's motivating when you're getting your ass kicked at <laughs> home in practice. <laughs> So that yeah. kind of helped me to uh, a better performance, and probably would have been on the table had I just been walking in in, in a normal circumstance. But. Yeah,
3: it was really hard to practice with Nick. No, like I almost felt like I was rubbing it in his face that I was competing, that he wasn't. You know, I was putting him. He was putting himself through. Nobody wants to eat hot dogs like that for mm. fun. So just, I don't know. He kind of he really took one for the team, and ultimately paid off for him because he ended up competing. Uh, but yeah, it really helped. I don't know. I think it really worked our advantage that we had each
2: other. Yeah, some guys show their support like Hallmark cards and flowers <laughs> and all that stuff. And some guys then 40 hot dogs down their face just out of being a nice <laughs> guy. You
1: know what? What else could you do? That's just yeah. match that That's right? Like, no, cute. I don't think you have. <laughs> you're not going to see that in the movie. <laughs> no, hell no, you're not. <laughs> um but yeah i was just saying there, like how, how many hot dogs she eat? 48 you said yeah 48 and a half <laughs> oh, i'm sorry you're
2: combined, so small yeah we had combined 88 with, uh, kind of scattered the couple's record so 88 hot dogs combined in 10 minutes probably more than any couple should eat in their yeah in their whole time together um but yeah it's um so hopefully next year you know things Normalized, maybe we could push that number to triple digits and
3: uh, I see why combine, I so, yeah, yeah, I felt great.
2: Yeah, I think she's uh, um,
3: like it's so yeah, easy. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, I think she probably got mid 50s in the tank that way. If she can hit like 55, I only have to hit 45. Yeah. We're in a hondo, so we'll I'm just
0: gonna say straight up, I don't think I've actually ever eaten a hot dog, so like <laughs> they, don't, they don't have them over here. Like, yes, they, they do we in America, well, they're not as like
1: you put the to Eddie Rockets.
0: I haven't had one in Nutty Rock. It's... I, just get chi- I just get chicken.
2: <laughs> They're not my thing. They're not my
0: thing. Like... They're
1: not your thing. Okay.
2: Uh... <laughs> you guys are going to have to make a trip over here, and then we can put them through a hot dog practice. <laughs> so your first, your first hot dog, your first time eating hot dogs, the timed fashion,
1: dunking into crystal light, the buttons.
0: Uh... That sounds so terrifying, trying to you guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this sounds so intimidating.
3: <laughs> um...
2: Definitely. Actually, tonight, uh, right after Saturday Night Live on NBC, they're doing uh, First Look TV. We, we filmed a segment last year with um, cool. the host, is uh, Johnny Bananas, who was on like, uh, like Real World, yeah. I think, and all that.
3: And it's on a reality
2: show over here. So they're do- he tried a quickly timed hot dog run with uh, the two of us and uh, Badlands Chugs.
1: Mm. And oh, no, no, okay.
2: he's quoted as thing. he's like, I think something to the effect of like eating hot dogs quickly is much harder than I expected.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, if I had two hot dogs, and like this is puny compared to you guys, I'm actually, I'm genuinely full. Like <laughs> genuinely full. Don't laugh at me. I'm <laughs> genuinely full if I have two hot dogs.
2: Sometimes I wish I was full after two hot dogs. It's, it's not always a gift.
0: It's <laughs> like, do you guys get full during your competitions? Like, where's the breakup point where you think, you oh shit, oh, it's, like, it's like, oh shit, oh, you're on like uh, hot dog three and you're like, oh fuck, then you yeah. realize you got to get another 45 down. You know? If
3: you're having an awful day and you realize that you're yeah. not feeling well just a few minutes into your contest, mm-hmm. I mean, it happens.
2: Most mm-hmm. contests, there is a, there's a point with most, like some contests, they're just really like pretzels, for example, you can only get giant pretzels down so fast. So at the end of that contest, you're really not going to be full. You're probably just not going to want any more pretzels. Um, but there's usually a point in a contest where you're like, okay, um, you start to feel the food, so to speak, taking up space. You really hope at that point, you hope you don't feel that or you hope at that point you hear like Sam Barclay who's typically the MC saying like two minutes or something like that. When you feel like that mm-hmm. and you hear Barclay's like we are three minutes in there are yeah. seven minutes remaining. You're like mother of God. Oh, this <laughs> is, I think I'm in for a long day today. Um, yeah, there there are definitely days that feel like a task. You yeah, know? That
3: happened at Poutine and more recently that happened at Tamale's. Just four oh. minutes into a contest I felt like there's no way I can keep the speed up. But you also don't want to be that person who basically is leading the pack for eight and a half minutes and then has to watch somebody else, you know, just kind of crawl into first place because you have no more space. Yeah, you That's fart out.
2: Yeah, because she's, she eats, she has an inc- much more real estate than I have, so to speak. Like she could fit a little bit more food. Um, so there's definitely been times in most of the hot dog practices that we did, I'll be beating her. For the first few yeah. minutes like i'm quicker out of the gate and then all of a sudden it's just like tortoise in the hair where i feel like i'm gonna die and she's just yeah. casually whoop, you know turning her head to the side eating eating, eating. and i'm sitting like no come
3: back i, I scare myself and i frustrate <laughs> myself when i watch it back like I, I can't believe how slowly i eat but uh, yeah. you know the numbers work out for me in the end in the end
0: yeah yeah, basically. What I would say is don't beat yourself up too much, okay? <laughs> Everybody has their bad days. And when you manage to get 48 down yet in under 10 minutes, I think it's a pretty big accomplishment,
3: right?
1: <laughs> where,
3: where? I only eat 45 hot dogs. <laughs> Even when he sets himself up for not having, you know, the same amount of real estate or space or capacity, like you've got these iron bars, you know, stopping (laughs) your stomach from expanding. So maybe I would cry about it. You've got like these abs that are preventing you from eating twenty pounds. I don't (laughs) know, ride me a river
0: that's your problem nick you're too big yeah
3: <laughs> it,
2: doesn't, it doesn't help like 12 13 years of weight training that basically has told my core hey you better be stable or your spine's going to snap in half if you're trying to squat you know 500 pounds or hurting so where most competitive eaters don't exactly look like i do so they're not really fighting that same um con- that constriction so to speak, like I would say if you're very heavy, you typically have that constrictive property or if you were have like a background of like weight training, you're, there's gonna be a little bit of extra constriction.
1: Yeah. Um, just what you said, like most, if not all competitive eaters do not look like you guys. Yeah, You guys are in top notch shape. Uh, no no offense to the competitive eaters, like no, sorry, no. but uh, a lot of them are, they're gonna be a chunk. Yeah, I mean, there's there.
2: I mean, typically, because it's no. it, it's like being an accountant. There's no reason to be shredded, you know, or jacked or I something. We it's just something we enjoy as exercising versus being a competitive eater. Um, it it's not it's not a bodybuilding contest. So like, yeah. if, it, if no. you're more of a kick-ass eater, being in mediocre shape, then all the power to you. Yeah,
0: you think being smaller has its advantages, though, because I'm just thinking for you, Mickey, and I'm also thinking in the mind of like. Matt Stoney, it actually works out in your favor that you guys are able to, like, I don't know.
3: Probably. I mean, I can always speak for myself, but I do better when I'm lean and healthy or at my fight weight. Um, you know, when I feel like I could sprint around the block and not be winded, I am able to eat for 10 minutes without getting tired. I don't know if there's any sort of correlation there, but uh yeah. I, I think there's to an extent I wouldn't want to go in emaciated and, and you know collapsing so it's not the thinner the better just a mm-hmm. healthy lean weight is optimal.
2: Yeah I've in so, over tired and yeah, like yeah. that happened at Nathan's this year we're out of the gate I was in a really good pace and just kind of farted out the last couple of minutes and I was just physically exhausted. It's, it's people were like oh you're tired from eating you go do it okay <laughs> like you do it and tell me how, just how easy it is, see how much of a game this stuff is. Yeah. Um, Cause I don't think somebody's going to be like, oh, are you in that bad of shape? Yeah, that's it, the jig is up, I'm in that bad of shape. Like, no, it's just, I kind of, um I I depleted a little bit further than I should have and was just completely gassed at the end of those eight minutes and my last couple of minutes are like watching the grass grow.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what you were saying there, um. Do you guys go in hungry or like what? Oh, wait, that's a stupid question. Do you fast? Um,
2: like, like, how you long do you beforehand. fast beforehand?
1: That's, that's what I meant.
2: Mm. Yeah. We both kind of yeah. have different techniques, and everybody will be a little bit different. But um, if it's a, what we call a capacity contest, so it's like poutine or chili or, or hot dogs where you know you're putting in a good amount of volume between the fluid and the solid food. Then I'll typically be like 24 hours fasted from solid foods. I might have like some protein shakes I mm. made or stuff uh-huh. like that. Um, stuff that's going to move through. And then typically I may take something to make sure everybody moves along through the process, so to speak. Um, but she'll typically go a little bit closer to the contest. Yeah. Like she seems to just digest food a little mm-hmm. bit faster. But yeah, you know.
3: I guess it all depends on what we're going to be eating. Yeah. I mean, you don't want any of that track to be jammed up at any point, whether that's in yeah. your or a little bit further down. I mean, you're just putting yourself at, at a disadvantage.
2: You would like to have all the doo-doo um, <laughs> you like, so to speak, like to, to put it in a very scientific way, you do not want any doo-doo. Um, yeah. you know, basically everybody needs to leave because even if you had a little bit there, and everyone's like, well, how much space would it really take up? Well, you also don't want to have to go to the bathroom because you have 17 pounds of poutine sitting on top of it, mm-hmm. because you don't have anywhere to go when you're on stage, so you'd rather not be stuck up there like, oh, God. <laughs> like there's, there's a problem now. Because like 17 pounds of pressure um, trying to push out whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's the part we don't want to get to, you know, no. the effects of what 48 hot dogs have under <laughs> their end. Yeah, I, deal
2: with it. yeah I'm a, I feel like I'm, I'm the victim here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, no,
2: it's um, it's a job hazard, it, it, just like yeah. anything else. You know, it's, if you're a stuntman, you're going to have a lot of bruises and probably some concussions. If you're a competitive eater, you're going to always have some like Tums and antacids or fresh almond milk and probably some magnesium citrate in the house to make sure everybody leaves. Yeah.
1: You brought up stuntmen there. I just want to say, I, I've been doing a bit of work recently with some stuntmen. Oh, uh, sure. And there was a guy, two guys, and they got set on fire six times in a row. <laughs> they get the scene perfect. That's <laughs> awesome. Like, see, that is terrifying. Yeah. Like, you see it in movies. You barely even notice. It's like, oh, another guy went on fire. This guy blew up. This guy got shot in the head. And then when you're there because he didn't warn anyone it was going to happen and then it just happened six times yeah i mean but i feel like you want to like those
2: guys are living life because if something was to happen at work or when they're 80 if there's something until they're like 80 they're like oh what happened oh he died of old age no what happened he got lit on fire six times in a row like that guy lived a life that guy lived a serious life i want to even if i live to be like 85 which probably didn't happen but if it was to happen i'm probably just gonna tell her like shove me in an alligator tank or <laughs> push me out of a shark cage or something because i don't want my obituary to be like snooze magoo over here died of natural causes i want to be like he got ripped apart by alligators people are like that guy lived a kick-ass life
1: he was probably pretty excited a short one too Fair place, I mean, but no, I'm
2: going to wait till I'm old. You know, for oh,
1: yeah.
2: sure. <laughs> like, malleable and not moving very fast, so like they're going to rip you of seconds.
1: Yeah, when he turned 70, he trained for another six months and fought a bear. Yeah, he's not you're around good. anymore.
2: Or like, i probably maybe like an ostrich or something like that. Like, an ostrich, they got that big claw. They're pretty much a modern-day raptor. Yeah. Like, when or a
1: cassowary. They're worse.
2: Like, yeah, or emu or something yeah. cool like that.
0: You seen how giraffes attack their prey? They literally stomp on it.
2: That oh. shit hurts. I don't know. I think if you were killed by a giraffe, it seems like a pretty docile animal. Like I'm sure it's it's probably a realistic thing, but like what happened if you get killed by a giraffe? But like
1: he must have been a prick if a giraffe killed him. Yeah. <laughs> looks like a nice creature. Yeah. But you'd think that, but then like all these things in the plains of Africa, like they're fighting so hard to stay alive. That's the true. competition there is unreal Yeah, so they're probably just gonna like just out of
2: spite for you if you go too close to them they're gonna be like dead to kick you in the face just for their yeah. own
1: sake yeah like hippos <laughs> attacking you because they uh, don't hippo- like you. they yes. don't like you for no reason
2: yeah you know. hippos you know a creature is an asshole if they will wind their tail in a windmill just to fling their shit all over the place like, you're just not a nice yeah. freak. <laughs> yeah. You suck. Yeah, or like a, the baby hippos, if it's a guy baby hippo, it'll just be swimming by, and the dominant male will be just like, and yeah, you're dead now. Why? Because I said. Just
1: because. because you're just dead now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I asked this before, but I just want to ask again, because I don't know if Mickey was here when I asked. Um, do you guys ever worry about, like, what y- your lifestyle, uh, how, ca- how it could affect your health?
3: I, I mean you probably get this
1: question a lot, but you guys are very fit.
3: Um, yeah, I mean, this year, obviously, we've taken an involuntary break, but I, I'd say, I mean, this is just, this is not the norm for us. I think people forget that we don't eat like this. We don't get to travel like this. We don't, um, yeah. ask, like, all of this is, the events are just snippets of our lives. It's not, you know, our regular diet. Yeah, uh,
1: it's, it's what we see from like the content you guys make or what we yeah. see news yeah. or videos. If, so if
2: somebody smoked a couple cigarettes once every 10 days, I don't think people would, I don't, I don't condone it, but I don't think people would be like, oh, aren't you scared about those two cigarettes you smoke once every 10 to 15 days, as opposed to people sucking down packs and packs of cigarettes yeah. third pack every day, or they're 250 pounds overweight, and everyone's like,
1: oh, that's probably fine. But it's, listen here. What what if it was like you smoked forty eight cigarettes in one go? Yeah, uh? I mean, that would be that would be a problem. That being said,
2: I would still say you were better off than the person smoking a pack a day.
1: No, you're right, Joe. I, I just it, wanted to say that to be cheeky.
2: I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't condone the behavior by any yeah. means. But I would, you know, um, what we do, I would equate on some kind of level to um, to being an elite level athlete. You know, my but our practice is not close to as hard on the body as, say, a professional football player, baseball player, basketball player, soccer yeah. player, whatever. Um, but our active careers are typically not super duper long and it's very few and far between. But anything done at an elite level, anything is typically going to have some type of negative feedback because of the investment that's going to be needed. So, well, I definitely don't condone the behavior, I would say, like you know, I don't smoke, I don't drink, I eat well nine out of the 10 days, um, you know, I whatever take a good amount of health supplements from my time at vitamin shop. Um, yeah. So while I wouldn't say I'm the picture of health by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. I could probably be like lighter and carry less muscle tissue and be in slightly better physical health. Um,
1: I'm Does not, anyone else hear this guy?
2: Look at him. <laughs> him. <laughs> no, but I would say like, I'm not overly concerned about it because I also, it brings me so much like happiness to be able to do this with her. There's something to be said about mental health equating to physical health too.
1: Yes, sure, yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, what did we talked about before
3: here. If we were doing this on top of living really sedentary lifestyles mm-hmm. with shitty diets, then you know, I would say then you're just exacerbating an already bad situation or dangerous precarious situation. But yeah. I, I think for the balance that you know the the balanced ledge that we lead, um, in order to incorporate this, I, I'm not overly concerned. Yeah. if um, that makes
1: sense. But yeah. No, it, it does. Like, I, I only ask because you guys are experts in this. Yeah, I think so. To... Oh, sorry.
3: sorry. Um, yeah,
1: I was look, waiting for to... yeah,
2: no. I mean, yeah. It's. I wouldn't. Again, don't condone the behavior, but I think you, you, could be doing far worse for yourself, probably. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe in 20 years, I'll grow a third arm out of my chest or something
3: I'm like that. I'm supposed to be but... in that study.
2: Oh yeah, we I mean, hope it was, us. people contacted us about possibly being in a study to to study like um yeah. basically the, like your GI tract and the like argument that.
3: being that your body can only process so many calories, it can only deal with so much of you know the food that we consume in these short duration. Yeah. So yeah, they actually wanted to put us in these controlled calorie what is it? Like
2: a meta, like a metabolic ward.
3: Metabolic ward study.
2: So basically um, like they put the food in you, study your GI tract. And see basically what gets passed off as a yeah.
3: waste. So yeah, your body can only absorb so much of this. The rest is just excreted. Um, so the argument there would be that it's healthier for us to consume 48 hot dogs in one sitting as opposed to 48 hot dogs every single week or, or whatever. Right, like in
2: have. seven sittings. Yeah, right? Because seven- the human body, in theory, is designed to kill something, eat as much of it as you can, and then move on for a handful
3: of days. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So. Well, you know how that study goes.
1: That. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, that actually makes a bit of sense because you think back in the day with uh, tuk tuk and the boys, you yeah. know, if they take down a deer, even if there's ten people there, if there's like they're not going to finish the deer. Right. Good luck. So uh, t- maybe there's something that- too with like yeah. eating until they're just they can't take any more and moving
3: right. on.
2: Yeah. Exactly. So, like, I, I don't know. You know, I definitely, don't, I definitely don't think it's a good idea to eat 48 hot dogs at a time. But I mean, um, yeah. people are probably doing worse things for money.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm not asking this that question to annoy you guys. I'm no. asking because you guys are the experts in this, and it's so. Yeah. If anyone anyone watching gets that misunderstanding out of their head.
2: Yeah, no, it's 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 no, we appreciate it because it's a you know, it's we do get questions similar to that or like the gluttony question and all that stuff but yeah. it's 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 just kind of um it's a job hazard but it's mm. the course for
1: but look it's fun you get to eat 48 hot dogs that's awesome <laughs> um so oh what was it you told you told me before um uh mickey you own a, a record for eating a certain kind of food
3: uh, oh, what was that I- again a few pretty obscure records. Uh, So the hot dog being the most recent, those 48 and half, 48 and a half hot dogs in 10 minutes, Uh, a world ice cream eating record. And that's just over two gallons in six minutes. Um, Yeah, that's, uh, that's probably the most impressive in my mind. Um, Eight and a half pounds of kimchi in eight minutes. I I think it's eight minutes. And then, Hot rice with a hot, hot, hot dish, which is a wild rice creamy casserole dish. Um, and that was 14 pounds in, I think, also eight minutes. Yeah, six or eight. I, either way, it's under 10. Uh, a
1: lot of food, but yeah, hot uh, dish, and hot dogs. To be fair, that ice cream one, I say I I could outdo you on that one. You should have seen <laughs> me about two days ago. I
3: would, no. No, I would be so impressed even if no, i no, never
0: no no, 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 you don't want to see us do that because then it'll just turn to <laughs> tears and sad movies like The Notebook
1: <laughs> Yeah, eating ice cream, get to cry and like, it hurts my head yeah. Oh, cr- did you get a did you get a head freeze? Okay.
0: What is uh, brain 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 freeze? Did you get a brain freeze from that?
3: Not a brain freeze, but my core temperature dropped to the point that I was kind of concerned for myself. I had to go find hot water hot coffee um, immediately afterwards because I was shivering. Yeah, for what I understand, as long as the ice cream, the cold part doesn't touch the roof of your mouth, um, you could avoid brain freeze. Um, It was either that or the adrenaline because I I didn't experience that. It was only until after the contest was over that I was extremely uncomfortable.
2: So if you guys need to kick ass in an ice cream in the contest, write this down. Take the spoon, flip it over. The ice cream goes against your tongue. The spoon goes closer to the roof of your mouth, but try not to touch the roof of your mouth. Put it towards the back and just swallow it, and you'll avoid that brain freeze. It's a cool party trick. Yeah. Exactly. I, would, I, would,
3: <laughs> I would chew ice cream anyway. But... No, I mean, I
2: would if there's like bandagiaries or
3: something.
2: Man. Oh, yeah, no. So don't let it touch the top of your mouth, okay? No. You flip it over so if the spoon is facing down. Definitely. Okay. Yeah.
1: That goes in my super important file section.
3: Yeah, no, okay. Anyway. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah. Um,
3: that's tip ever.
0: <laughs> Are you kidding? Well, you no, know, no. That, that is definitely going to come in handy. <laughs> I don't know one, when gonna day, come handy, but like. in my life,
1: that's going to be very useful. And I'll use it to its full extent. I love You, back you and eat like, more ice cream guys. than me,
0: McAuliffe. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 Uh, I'm actually lost as to what to say after that now. <laughs> you know, you've really impressed me with like the record, Joan.
3: Yeah. And yeah.
1: Uh, Nick, uh, do you have any records in Certain Foods? I don't have any records in, in Certain Foods. <laughs> For a while, I had
2: the Pop-Tarts in one sitting record, but Chestnut came and killed that. So I uh, made it 70 Pop-Tarts in one sitting. That was rough.
3: It sounds um, ridiculous compared to some people on YouTube who claim that everything that they eat is a world record. Yeah. Look, we I, compete against actual professionals. Sh- so our standards are a little bit different. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't don't
2: know. Sure like, there's try. there's some thoughts. Like, I broke the bratwurst eating record last year in contest, but I was fortunate enough to be against uh, Jeff Esper in the same contest, who also decided to break it and beat me by oh. um, half. No, uh, but uh, I mean, that that would have been a cool record to have. Um, she broke it too in the same contest. She ate thirty five. I ate 35 and, a half, and he ate thirty six. Yeah. Um. But other than that, no, uh, nothing notable yet. Mm-hmm. You know. So we'll see. Hopefully, more contests come around next year. Um. Mm-hmm. There's there's some within striking distance. I think we'll see.
1: Yeah. Uh, do you think you've any like unofficial ones like either of you? Oh god! Um, like, what do you need? You probably need to verify. Probably cookie dough. Yeah, I <laughs> would say
2: that, I don't know if anyone's eaten as much cookie dough as I have in one sitting, um, and that was just willingly because I just love cookie dough. Um, <laughs> or birthday cake flavored items, if you really want to be bizarre. Like, I love birthday cake and funfetti flavored shit. Um, so probably those two things you yeah, know i would i would argue that that those would bode really well for me
3: i i think i hold the most the record for the most euros eaten by pound
2: Yeah, so 16 and a half pounds of euros, <laughs> of euros in, in
3: an amount. hour yeah i don't think anybody's ever come close to that or maybe the most <laughs>
2: most debris ever created
3: you know you can eat sushi i
0: just want to go i just want to go back to that euros thing are you talking what is, about, the, what is that are you, t- are you talking about the money
1: like our currency you're our eating car- our currency No. Oh, yeah. Gyros, there's a there's a contest
2: called the uh the South Side Six in uh, Bowling Green, Ohio or a um a food challenge, one of the largest ones in the country. Um and she did that in babe, they're asking about the uh the, the gyro contest.
1: Oh gyro, yeah, I know what that gyro. is. Yeah, it's
2: gyro, something like that. Yeah. So it was um but no, no, other than that, that was, so it's like, it's, it's supposed to be um, the only measure of the meat, but I think it's advertised around 12 pounds typically. And so she went last September-ish to do it while well, she was driving cross-country, um, and it ended up being right around 16 and a half pounds total when it came out, because it all the oh, the only measure of the meat. And so six gigantic um, heroes or gyros or, or whatever- um, almost three pounds of shot, and so she did that in right around forty minutes. She finished it and recovered in like tzatziki sauce and whatever. Like that's it's like volume wise, if you were to look at it, that looked like some of the most solid food I've ever seen a human being eat. Uh, but yeah, that was and he was actually streaming it like live as she was eating it. That was pretty insane. Yeah,
1: I actually I had something similar. For dinner today, <laughs> uh, it's the Turkish equivalent. It's what I had for dinner today.
2: Oh yeah,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, They're and I nearly happy. died. I was getting in the spirit of talking to you guys. I was like, I bet I can finish the large one today. I was wrong. I was very wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, whenever I try to get it, well, like especially like takeaway food, I'll be like, oh, I wonder how fast I'd be able to finish this shit.
1: <laughs> we've had we've had these conversations.
0: We do. We have them a lot.
1: It's funny. Uh, last time I was at his and Dara was there, we all got the, like the same thing. We're like, I bet like if all three of us took on one, that both of you guys could beat us like one by yourselves.
2: I mean, probably, depending on what the food yeah. was. It, I mean, it depends. Yeah, it's, it depends. Everything.
0: Fried chicken, it's chicken and batter. It's, it's chips with pretty spicy chips. Got some, you know, sauce chicken wings and stuff, you know? It's like... wings, oh,
2: yeah. totally, yeah. Like, a professional against the regular person at chicken wings is... Um, they're typically going to bury them. Like, sh- I think she... Uh, we did chicken wings twice last year. Um, we did a combined, like, 440 in 10 minutes in Tahoe. And then um, in Buffalo... Buffalo had a rough day. I think I only did, like, 180 or something. And then she did 200 and... Maybe 210, 220. Something like that, yeah. So she uh, she kicked my ass there in Buffalo, but um those were tough too. Like I didn't mm-hmm. I had a much tougher time with those because in in Tahoe they just do flats. We're in wings or in, in excuse me Buffalo they do the the drums and the flats, and I mm-hmm. had a question of those. But she just kind of she's very efficient at like taking when she she's always doing something. So when she's not necessarily eating a wing, she's like taking the meat off with her hands and like getting it no. down. Mm. Yeah, that was that one wasn't a pretty one for me. But she was really well that weekend.
1: No, oh, it's fucking impressive. said <laughs> um, so it's a rough day, man. I, I, I was talking to my Christ. my girlfriend, and uh, I said, th- "You told us like how many chicken nuggets you had before?"
0: Two yeah. I for- twenty-three.
1: I I forgot the number now. Is like now, but at the time, I told her, and she's like, "She could, she could beat you She thinks she's, she's um, an avid chicken nugget lover. I I wouldn't wouldn't put it past her. They're,
2: they're tough. Your mouth starts to get cut up after a while, and that's one of the tougher parts is, is just dealing with the redundancy of flavor of anything in that quantity. Um, yeah. Chicken nuggets, uh, they start to become kind of abrasive, you know, when you're 200 deep.
1: Yeah, you, you wouldn't think of that, like when you have your normal 20-piece.
2: No. Or you have no.
1: six-piece even.
2: And they don't get cold when you're eating 20 of them or 40 of them or something yeah, like that. Yeah, good point. When you eat 200, they start to lose a little bit of time
3: maybe
1: yeah he's not no. (laughs) (laughs)
3: um
1: so (laughs) during COVID which is going kind of crazy in the States at the moment you guys have been going pretty ham on the YouTube um how's that been
2: uh pretty cool
1: you know um
2: she's uh she's we like basically built the website and edits all the videos um, and has become insanely efficient. Cause even like partway through COVID um, we had a, we had like a technological problem with the uh, external hard drive that we had and actually the laptop, she was editing on an older laptop. So we got a new laptop we were able to recover some of the footage from the other external hard drive. She learned a completely new editing software. And basically, she, she literally self-taught all this stuff, which is completely insane, because, like, I, she, like, watches these videos and self-teaches this software and puts out these videos. And I got, like, buddies texting me, like, hey, who does your editing for you? I'm like, she does all of it." <laughs> it's pretty yeah. insane. So, um, Post-June, anything you see, like, I would say July or after is all in the new software. It's pretty insane. But uh, we had a lot of fun making it, like... The 10 right. sushi roll, I couldn't believe how well that came out. I um, love that video. That one was really cool, and she was kind of like the architect of that, where um, put, like basically taping all of the uh, nori together, knowing how much rice and stuff, and like, I'm a huge fan of imitation crab and avocado, and so make that giant California roll. Um, the bologna cannolis was just a fun video, where that was literally her and I sitting at home, Saying, wondering whether it should be called a baloney or a bonoli, if it was a baloney cannoli, and arguing. So we decided to make a video. Um, we have a video dropping in the next few days, which we've got to fly out to California and do a giant Team Pete's eating challenge. Um, That's cool. the, wow. the, the Big Texan, which is like famous here, um, you know, be a 72 ounce steak, a baked potato a shrimp cocktail, a dinner roll, and a salad. And she actually just decided to do two on her way across the country. Um, Yeah. And just kind of makes it look casual, which is insane. She just put that video out. Um, That one came out really well, even though, again, there was a footage problem, but she was able to kind of fix the footage, so it came out really well. It's just been a lot of fun, honestly. Like, doing this stuff, I wouldn't want to do it um, just by myself, because I feel like nobody really cares, you know, about me eating and stuff like that. Um, so, but doing these videos, even like down to like filming them and and her editing them and like picking up, it's uh, it, it makes it a lot easier when you have like fun doing it, you know.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Well, what's that thing? Um, uh, Good Medical morning does Thomas when they they eat and they do like the show. I'm up man. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's kind of like that, but you're making it too. Yeah yeah so
2: like those are we, we occasionally we'll go like live because we actually have a subscription to um to this like a boxu box, so it's like oh, uh, different snacks from Japan um have oh, wow. they do this every month so you, there's like different places that do it and and they've been really efficient with the shipping, even through the insanity of the world this year and um so basically it'll be like seasonal snacks for what's going on over there, so we'll do like reviews live youtube lives where we do those and um Review some of those snacks, or if we just find like a bunch of clearance rando snacks at like some like store, we'll do those. So those are fun to do and interact with people too. Um, you know, with the videos, it's nice because you can go back and kind of edit. And so if you have like mistaken profanity or something like that, you can you can do that. Um, you guys of- like edit out mm-hmm.
1: profanity from your videos?
2: Yeah, for yeah, because like YouTube is kind of. Um, picky with that type of stuff. Um, And usually, you know, we're not too, too bad about it. We've gotten I've gotten much better about it, I should say. Um, But I can assure everybody the editing unlike some competitive eaters is, is not to make any food go away. It's strictly to enhance the quality of the video where there's been a handful of, uh, of YouTube eaters that have um, their videos magically some of the food starts to disappear. So that is not why we edit the videos, I can assure you.
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, and what was that one i used to watch epic mealtime oh, oh did no. you watch those guys <laughs> i, 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 used I think do. they did a lot of that
2: yeah like that was that was cool like because they they wouldn't even necessarily eat the whole thing they would just edit it into making some giant bacon and like whiskey
1: bacon strips and bacon something. strips and bacon strips yeah it
2: yeah. would have like jack daniels and, bacon and anything yeah. but um but yeah, no, they, they did a lot of stuff. But there's a few people that um, you can not always tell. <laughs> tell sometimes it'll be, it'll be someone that um, typically doesn't compete in any contests, but they claim these mammoth YouTube eating records and it's like, well, then if you could do that, you'd probably compete.
1: Mm. So would you ever make a video like debunking it or
2: um, doing it? I mean, maybe. Yeah, I think it's you like,
1: should. It's, You're a talented it's, guy. <laughs>
2: It's not necessarily my place to put somebody on blast as a person, you know. Um,
1: but we yeah, but it's t- your—it's what you do, and <laughs> what they're doing is making it less real than it is. Like it just—that's kind of the
2: that's the issue. It, my problem isn't you editing your video into some piece because I understand this is entertainment. My problem is you're devaluing what real leaders can do. Um, and, and Look, it, do you want of, to send me
0: the name? I'll expose them. <laughs> I'll do it for
2: free you know I'm I'm like I don't
0: care what the fuck are they gonna do come to Ireland we're on lockdown right now yeah
2: no
1: sorry you're saying
2: so, yeah, so it's just like I that's that's irritating at times because like we know we can look at somebody's ability and just say like there's no idea of that yeah
1: yeah yeah it's like
0: yeah. it's, like, it's kind of would you find it insulting would you kind of say would you kind of
2: look at it and say, you know, it's just kind of a mockery of the whole thing, yeah? Yeah, kind of. Like we you know it's like bullshit. Like it's so it's it's just kind of irritating that like um, you think you could just do that, and you're doing it strictly for views, which I understand. Like it, they're doing it to make money, or they're doing it for for a following. But at the same point, it's like there are people who work their ass off to be able to do something. Um, so for you just to do that, you're you're basically just saying shove it to the people that work hard. Like someone's not going to go. Um, whatever just try to devalue what a professional athlete does by making some video or they might but then it would be pretty obvious like if you could do all that if you're like one of these youtube kickers or something like that or basketball players if you were really as great as you say you are you would be in the league
1: i, I get know? i actually know exactly where you're coming from uh, mm-hmm. I, I do archery at a pretty high level and mm-hmm. there was this guy a few years back and he claimed <coughs> to have reinvented archery he, he said he went back and he read scriptures like super old like Ottoman texts uh from Persia and stuff from Persia uh yeah. you know stuff from when like Genghis Khan and the boys were around oh, Jesus. uh but in reality he was doing what was called just like trick shots that's yeah. all that's all he was doing but um he was claiming it to be like a reinvention of archery because he was able to shoot very fast he had this certain like He was removing steps in the shot process. So it was the arrow was in your hand. So you didn't need need a quiver. So you you remove the palm back. It's already in your hand with the bow. So then you pull it, string, back. It was just one movement. But trick shotters have done this for ages. Um, It's not very accurate. It's too fast. You can't really aim. But he claims to have reinvented the sport. And if you were an archer, you nearly hunted the man down. (laughs) but uh, the standard person saying this you're like whoa this guy remade archery and that's what that's what happened which is what happened with like what you're talking about here the standard viewer doesn't realize what's going on but someone in the profession knows
2: there's somebody in particular that that's kind of infamous for it that um that like actually has yeah again they're (laughs) you know she she's got she's taken heat for it and yet people still kind of seem to give her credit and, and all that and it's just kind of um yeah it's kind of annoying oh,
0: so i want you to stay <laughs> to the end of the podcast or after the podcast because i want to know who this is and i'm gonna go watch your videos and just like yeah. Com- yeah. comment mean things no, no, <laughs> not, no. i know I'm messing we don't messing. do that
2: <laughs> yeah but uh but yeah no it's uh that's all it's all good mm. yeah,
1: yeah. Thomas, any questions? Um,
0: yeah, Nick.
1: You wrote it down at the start. I, th-
0: I have loads of stuff to take down, and we've covered one. But uh, that's not <laughs> me. Um, oh, Lord. How many, how many calories would you have in a day, roughly, would you, th- would you say?
2: If I wasn't doing competitive eating, I'd probably taken about uh, 3,800 to 4,000 to maintain my weight. Uh, but because of the competitive eating and occasionally doing like um, you know practices and things like that, I take in closer to like 3,000 a day because of the occasional caloric anarchy. I have to kind of account for those big bumps so then my body composition doesn't get too far out of place. But uh, it's ho- obviously highly individualized. If I knew I was have a contest coming for a period of time, then I'd probably take in closer, or I do take in closer to like 3,800 to maintain right around like 205. You should, um, there's just like video challenges.
0: They're really good of like uh, people trying to get, get like, 10k calories in them in like one day
2: yeah that's yeah that's not i mean considering at nathan's i did about 12 10 minutes in hot dogs like it's definitely doable
1: Mm. well (laughs) i I don't think i'd be able no what what would i have to eat for the entire day
2: i mean because you look at her 48 and a half hot dogs is for roughly fourteen thousand six hundred calories you know that's 10 minutes yeah, not, not that you don't want to eat anything later on in the day, but, like, these, these you know, 10K in a day or something like that, it's, like, it, it's, and that's not, like, a, the most calorically dense food. If you were eating cakes and pies, or, like, especially, like, certain, like, pies or, or create, like, fattier foods, it'd be a piece of cake, a piece of cake for lack of a better term, to, uh, to get, like, at least, like, let's say 15 to 20. But when people do it casually and you're eating 20,000, and they look fine and look happy at the end of the day you can that's a telltale sign it's not a bullshit video because even with our appetite i don't want to eat 20k in a day
1: yeah
0: yeah i get that and would you say your diet is it strict when you're when you're not training now and you're just going everyday life is your diet very strict or would you kind of be let yourself be more lenient of like having different meals every day or would it be kind
2: of the same it's um, really similar. Like her and I always have like boneless, skinless chicken breast, avocado, eggs, celery, kale, 30 calorie almond milk, onions, mushrooms. That's kind of our base of what we have in the house. Um, and then some fresh fruit like peaches or like other like pluots, like the plum apricot crossbreeds. Um, so we have a lot of that, like basically a lot of stuff that you could pick or kill, so to speak. Um, but I mean, day to day, you know, I also have the kids sometimes. So it's, um, they always have snack, you know, some snacks in the house. And they have a much probably more well rounded diet than a lot of kids. But um, you know, if there's Pop Tarts in the house, I'll have those kids cereals I'm a big fan of. But I mean but we oh and um Honey Bunches of Oats with almonds, that one, not the honey one. Um and frosted You're Lucky tread. Charms guy? Lucky Charms are they're good, but occasionally I do more frosted tread wheat and honey bunches of oats. And there's a cereal called Blueberry Morning, I'm a huge fan of. Um those are probably the three so or oatmeal do a fair amount of that. So I guess what most people would consider strict, but it's not the same thing every single day yeah. um, oh, and paste. She would call it my paste that I have for breakfast, which is like protein powder and peanut butter and water just mixed into a paste um, just because it's quick and easy and I can just hammer it down and leave um, for work. But I mean, I have some flex. It's not like when I was lifting for contests and, um, and it was like meal one is this and it's all weighed to the gram um, because I now at this point too I've been doing this for let's say 14 years measuring my food. I can eyeball things incredibly close uh, and I have more life balance now than when I was competing and it becomes just almost like a controlled messed up way of eating so. Yeah, it's strict without being insane, I guess.
1: Mm. And um yeah. have you- I'm actually surprised how many calories you need in a day. Uh, <laughs> how, how much do you weigh? Like,
2: I'm a, I'm like 205 pounds. So, but it's, it's also, I feed all day for work. I, I I train probably six days a week, and I'm, I'm literally standing and walking all day at work too. So, so you a person with an average job, more of a desk job um that was let's say bill like me would probably push like 3400 or 3200 yeah said you're in the gym six days a week give or take depending on the week you know some days a couple days less or some weeks a couple days less but usually never seven um i'll be active on the seventh day like today we went to the park and the kids ran around and all that stuff but like i um there's no real reason necessarily for anybody to be in the gym seven days a week Mm, mm And how long would you be in the gym, like every day? Would it be for a cu- couple hours, maybe an hour. You know, if, yeah. you, if you're bullshitting and farting around, you might need a whole bunch more time. Like, I'm pretty <laughs> social when I'm in there. I'll talk to her, and then people will come up and inevitably talk to me. But that's why I like beats headphones, because it's kind of like this is I'm at work right now. Like, I'm not gonna be rude to you. I'll be polite, so I'm not gonna just like if you walk up to me, because I'm not an asshole. But at the same point, it's like. I'm in here to train because I have a kind of a tight schedule. So if you don't mind, I would like to get that done. Mm.
1: Yeah, no, I understand that. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so I guess what you do with your spare time is really important to you.
2: Yeah, kind of, because like I don't have a ton of spare time. Because you know? like, I'm, I'm the general manager of a gym, so like I'm, I'm, even when I'm not at work, I'm answering emails or handling issues from outside of that, or I'm doing uh, diets and training programs for uh, other clients. Um, you know, filming YouTube stuff, or I just want to spend time with her, you know. So, like, the more time I could spend with her because I have such a tight work schedule, <laughs> and then I, we go to the gym, it's like I don't have a lot of time to talk about how silly the debate was and all that stuff with random guy at the gym. To to but,
1: that, that is a big thing, people have too much time, yeah, yeah, people,
2: yeah, they have too much time for, bullshit, and then but to be like. Oh, I don't have time to go. I'm canceling my gym membership because I don't have time to go to the gym. Did you see the last episode of Keeping Up with the Who Gives a
1: Shit? Like, yeah. There you it. go. No, right. you, you got a great point. Um, Actually, I haven't even gone back to my own gym <laughs> because of COVID. Uh, right. And like, I, I've messaged like three times now Hey, is my membership still valid? Like, did you pause it during COVID? And knew yeah, nothing. Right.
2: So, I mean, it's, it's in each their own. I'm not, if you don't want to go to the gym because you'd rather watch TV, that's fine. I'm not judging you. But, I mean, I think I think some people, um, they don't necessarily, they don't prioritize their time in to get to their goals, which is, again, okay. I'm not judging you. They prioritize their time for what they see as a priority, which may be TV, that may be um, yoga, that may be hiking, that may be whatever. Um, so, do you, but don't be upset if you're not, aiming that arrow in the direction you want to go
1: yeah Um, i i didn't actually know you worked in a gym yeah but uh do you think that fat shaming works
2: no um no even on a personal level for a very small percentage of the population i think it does because they work on negative biofeedback um that being said i think People love positive feedback. So the only reason negative feedback works is because you activity, and then you gave immediate net uh, or negative feedback from the immediate positive. But I don't think negative feedback even works because even in an athletic level, when your coach is like, "You lazy piece of shit," you know, do more, do more. It's you're doing more because what you want is him to tell you, "Hey, you kicked ass today." You're not doing more because he's telling you you're a lazy piece of shit. You're doing more because you want him to stop telling you you're a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. So um i i don't think i don't condone fat shaming i don't can but that like mm, this could go on forever this could literally be a whole other podcast i'd love to do with you guys um that being said i also don't believe in health at any size uh medical doctors would agree that is almost not a thing healthy in any size um but i don't but i think everyone should love themselves you should not hate yourself you should oh, yeah. love you no seriously you don't, you don't need to accept like self-care self-love body acceptance um, and even body positivity is incredibly, incredibly important male, female, otherwise, because I think a much bigger problem than fat shaming or even obesity is anxiety, depression, uh, mental health. And if, if you can address those things, I think the other parts have a tendency to fall into place most of the time.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I actually brought it up because um, I've heard other podcasters say it before that on a personal level, it helps them. Uh, like, if, if they look in the mirror and they're not happy with how they look, that going to the gym is just the best thing they can do, do for themselves. Sure. So sure. Like, you, like you said, for a small percentage of people, that works. But for the yeah. majority, in Mike your experience, it doesn't work.
3: Mike
0: Tyson said that to himself. Right? Yeah. yeah. Tyson, he yeah. said he looked himself in the mirror one day and he kept, like, insulting the shadow of himself and it made him get back out there and want to start boxing again. like
1: he's, He went from like stoner I just don't think Mike Tyson with the beard to like back to like the beast.
2: Yeah. I don't think it's sustainable over time because I think what he's going to work on now that he's back in the gym is positive feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think well, he, had might, he had
1: to get there from the negative.
2: I think that might be the initial kick in the ass. But Mike Tyson, I also don't think an elite level athlete works in the same um brain wave or
3: like wavelength
1: as a normal
2: person either. No. Yeah. Game. No, no,
1: that guy is out of his mind. That guy is yeah. pure madness. Of oh yes.
0: Yes. He is. How much would you pay how much would you take to get a slap from him?
2: Um I mean like a close fist punch. I'd do it for probably fifty K. Fifty K
1: You got the bar said hi man. Yeah man. Five <laughs> K this man can drop kick me. I'm All kidding, 260 yeah. pounds of them. I mean, oh. Roy Jones Jr. is
0: taking pretty free. Are my
2: medical bills covered? Because then I do it for a little less. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: we got free healthcare here, so. There you go, Or two, two degree.
2: I'll come over there and do it over there,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, smart man, mom. smart one. <laughs> yeah. No, mm-hmm. I, I like that that thing you said. I, I really love it. You don't have time, do you? complain about these things. Uh, I feel like with COVID, we're all sitting at home, we're doing nothing, we're starting podcasts, and we're focusing on the negative things. Yeah. Uh, And like, I don't know if you're on Twitter, but you see a lot there. Uh, (laughs) It's just something awful there. But, you know, I I feel like when it's all over, we're gonna think everything's so positive again. Like, I I went on a walk with my mom today. I hadn't done it in ages and I was like, Jesus. Life isn't too bad, <laughs> right? No, um, but Actually, I I I'm normally outdoors. I've been inside. It's borderline depressing. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
2: T- totally. I think it's yeah. It's it's a huge thing that, that um probably the one one great thing that might come of this is more open speech about mental health and the importance of um the importance of being open about speaking about it and even some of the, the free resources. Um, that have come about for people to call and hotlines to that, whether that be for addiction, anxiety, um, just depression in general, um, I think that part has been has been wonderful at least to try to help that so that going forward and things normalize, maybe we can bring some of those numbers down.
1: yeah um, we, we did a podcast with uh, just man up uh, social mm-hmm. it 's another podcaster in Ireland and he talks about mainly men 's mental health. Um, he's got threats because he doesn't deal with specifically females uh, mental health, he deals with spe- spe- uh, specifically men, but he says yeah. it's it's for everyone because um, men in Ireland don't really talk about it, our suicide rate is astronomically higher than women in Ireland Yeah. Uh, so he he made this this thing to talk about it and uh, you know, it it is a thing us guys don't talk about, uh, I love it you're this jacked dude, you think he wouldn't be talking about something like that or how important mental health is, but here you are.
2: She's, um, yeah, the, that's one thing I will um, most definitely say um, that, you know, Miki has done for me is she brings me back. She brings me back to a level to where um, she's, ma- she's made me better in every sense, you know, as, as a man and as a father. Yeah, at the table, that's what people will talk about. We'll see numbers go up. Or they'll see my physique uh, and obviously all those things on the surface. Um, but what she's made me really uh, realize is she's taught me more patience and kindness and more things like that. So we're like, I- admittedly, since she came into to my life, I'm a I'm a more patient father. I'm more patient with people. I'm um, yeah. So I'm I'm genuinely appreciative about how my outlook has changed because. I've been, I've never been completely closed off to those things, but basically she's she's given me that balance to where it's like, all right, I can talk about it. It's okay every once in a while to come home and be like, I just need to put my head down and and you know, talk about how I feel. I'm still not great at it. I'll yeah. never be taken as a great communicator, but um uh, but yeah, I'm I'm trying to get much, much better at that and learn more about it. So
1: Yeah, you're doing your best. Like that's that's all we can do, like.
0: Mm. Mm. It's good to talk about it.
2: This is got really deep. This podcast has got really deep. <laughs> <laughs> this is like
0: the, the second podcast we've done in a week now, where we've just gotten super fucking deep as well. It just keeps it's happening with
1: Paul rosberry too. Yeah,
0: with a comedian, no, nonetheless, you know, a guy we're supposed yeah. to have a laugh with. We started talking about the universe.
1: <laughs> yeah, it got super sad. We're like, Paul, Paul, say something funny. Yeah. No. uh yeah, so
2: this happens when you invite bodybuilders, competitive using comedians. See, so if you invite like a, a psychotherapist or somebody like that, they're just gonna rip fart jokes for like an hour. So, like you'll be good to go. You won't get a deep conversation at all.
1: Actually, our video with a psychotherapist is our best video. <laughs> really? That's yeah. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, we 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 talked about like the use of CBD and uh, right. psilocybin in treating certain mental illnesses, like. PTSD for psilocybin and then anxiety and depression for CBD. So All right. yeah, people love that apparently. Nice. But yeah, mm-hmm. anyway, Nick, it's been a pleasure. It is yep. uh, two o'clock in the morning here. We are right. All
2: right. Yeah, no, get some sleep. <laughs> We've been working since
1: about two o'clock.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, no I got to bounce anyway. So um, we'll be in touch again. I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll yeah. touch base with some more topics or whatever. But just hit me up anytime. I appreciate you guys having me on.
1: Yeah, we looked at you on again to talk about uh, your work in the gym because you deal with people who have a variety of issues, uh, both like, as you said, uh, mental and then physical and yeah. how to work on those. So, well, I love to. Until then, uh, if people want to check you out, where can they find you? Thehungrycouple.com
2: All the social media links for Miki and myself are all on there. So, Thehungrycouple.com is now the hub for all things um, couple stomach centric.
1: There you go. If you want to check them out, you know where to find them. Thanks everyone for watching. Like, comment, subscribe, tell your grandma about the podcast and take it handy Good luck,